This is BMI Redefined with Jin and Mo. We're so glad you're back here with us, and today is a special day, because today is a 20-year anniversary of Jin's terrible, tragic accident, and without your wonderful personality and your great attitude, you would be not here with us today. That's probably a true statement. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, 20 years ago, you were hit head on Mm -hmm. with your babies in the back. Mm -hmm. And just, I think we should say right now, they are thriving, of course, doing very well. (laughs) Yes, they survived. And um, they survived, and so did you, Mm -hmm. with the help of your husband and phenomenal doctors Mm -hmm. who put you basically back together, right? Like Humpty Dumpty. Like Humpty Dumpty, right, (laughs) exactly. Mm -hmm. And today is a celebration of those last 20 years that you have been able to do because of these great people in your life who helped get you back to where you needed to be. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, what have you done, like, in 20 years? (laughs) I mean, no, seriously, after your accident, you rehabbed, you got better, Mm -hmm. of course, but what have you done in 20 years? Because 20 years ago is what, 19? Oh, whoops, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so we always talk about how I, I'm like 29. Right, you know? exactly, So we're not right. going to get into the whole age thing no, right now. No, 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 no. Because, no. but it was funny when, no. I was, when I was at UT Knoxville Medical Center after the wreck. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law was in the room. And so because I had a head injury at the time, among a bunch of other injuries, the nurse would always ask me a set of questions every time she came in my room. And it was like, your name and, you know, who's your family members and mm-hmm. where are you? And how old are you? And so one thing I figured out that after the first time, I couldn't remember UT Knoxville Medical Center, but there's always that big cup sitting on the stand for ice water and all that that had the name of the hospital. So I had enough going on to be able to read that right quick without her noticing. But the age thing, because I'd had my 29th birthday years before that, right. and my but she said, how old are you, Jenny? And I said, wait, let me do the math. Uh-huh. And she was not amused. And so, and I was trying to count up the years. My father-in-law was like, Jenny, if you take it any longer, they were going to like put you somewhere else. She was not pleased or happy that I was joking around. Right. right, right. (laughs) Even to this day, you're 29. I am. You are. And don't forget it. And that's all we need to say. So let's move on. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) No, but you know, in, in the last, in the last, um, you know, years Mm -hmm. since you've, you know, come away from this. Mm-hmm. Um, you have become a personal trainer, as we all mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, you've written many books. You've, uh, you know, you're a speaker and a professional speaker. And so you have done all of these things that you probably would never have imagined before the accident. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, I mean, we've talked a little bit about it, but how would you describe yourself as a person before your accident? And how would you describe yourself now so before the accident I was very much a 
double type A perfectionist controlling anal person <laughs> who had to have everything structured, everything perfect. If anything changed, it just did not go well with me. Oh yeah, we wouldn't have been friends. <laughs> no, no, you, you and I. I'm, if you were double like A, whatever, yeah. I'm double B. Yeah, yeah. So we would <laughs> not. No, we would not be hanging out. No. no. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, how spotless, everything, everything just had to be so. And, you know, I started realizing a little bit before all this happened that I thought I was kind of missing something. You know, I had had the babies and all that. And I just didn't really feel like I was really connecting with people in my life, but I didn't really know what to do about it. And I thought, what have, you know, what have I become, basically? And so when I took the babies down to visit the grandparents, you mm -hmm. know, on our trip, because my husband was working his new job in Richmond, I thought, well, maybe this is supposed to be a good time to hang out with family, you mm -hmm. know, for like a week or so and kind of just talk about, you know, life and stuff. And so we did. And then it was on the way back to Virginia when the wreck happened. You right know? now, now before before though all of this, uh -huh. you you got your you know PhD mm -hmm. in accounting. Yes, Is that correct. Okay, and finance and, and finance. Okay, <laughs> so you had that type of mind going, mm -hmm. and all of these steps that you had to take to get this degree. I mean, it's huge. And being a teacher. And being a teacher being a TA and, and TA. And right. Yeah. I mean, right. We we a researcher, a research assistant. Yeah. 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 And now, were you married when you were mm -hmm. working at PhD? Okay, mm -hmm. so you then you were married too. On with top two of dogs, that, with two dogs, yeah, which is a lot. <laughs> so, my thing is, my question to you is, is how did you balance all of it, and do you feel that you balanced all of that? Hmm. Before the accident, mm -hmm. or were you just telling yourself <laughs> a lie? <laughs> well, that's a good question because I remember. I remember in the doctoral program getting really, yeah, a lot of, well, you know, you've been through the drill. Mm -hmm. It's a stressful process. It's very stressful. It's really right. stressful. It and I remember the last day when I turned in my final dissertation and everything, one of my, my committee members saw me come back into the business school and um, he said, Dr. Lambert, he said, okay, Jenny, I have a question for you. I'm like, what? I turned in everything. <laughs> he said, if you had to do all over again, would you? And I said, do not ask me that right now. <laughs> Give me about a year. And yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I would. would. Too. Yeah. I would. Yeah. But I mean, I remember being very stressed. I started working out again. I remember mm -hmm. doing that. I played tennis with classmates. I played basketball whenever the professors had a basketball game going on. And I got back into playing piano at church. Mm -hmm playing mm -hmm. music and I started taking blues and jazz lessons because okay. I had to have an and plus I cook I cook I love to cook so I entertain a lot but I needed outlets mm -hmm. because all that was pent up all the stress you know and they were mm -hmm. they were looking I mean there was a group of six of us that went through this program together and you know they were just wanting everybody to excel and Mm -hmm. You know, be the best. You know the drill. Know. Be, the be the best, and we're yeah. going to send you to these conferences, and you need to do this and all that. And it was it was awesome. I mean, mm -hmm. really good to be pushed. But I had to have some kind of outlet, right? And so that became, like I said, that became tennis and fitness and and playing piano again, mm -hmm. which I hadn't touched a piano in years before right. that. Because it would be easy for you just to stay in your own little lane, my own little research lane, thing, and study, yeah, and study yeah. and have your yeah. With coffee, of course. Right, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. So, so then you are doing this, and you're going along, and and you end up 
you know, getting pregnant and having the twins. Mm-hmm. And a year and a day after graduation. A year and a day after graduation. <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. And you're doing all of this and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Teaching. That you feel. Yeah, I'm teaching at a university. Teaching and university and going on with life. Like, you know, just like this is how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. This is the wheel. This is where I'm at. And I'm married and I'm very, you know, this and that, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then your life changes. That night. In a, Mm -hmm. really, in a few minutes. It did. It did. It it totally took a turn. No pun intended. Literally. I was thinking that. Yeah. Yeah, I could, yeah. it did take a turn. The wrong way, yeah, the wrong way driver. Yeah. And like we said in a previous podcast, she was out to hit somebody Mm -hmm. and end her life. Right. And we just happened to be that car coming along. We were just driving along, trying to get back to Virginia and minding our own business. And that happened totally out of the blue. And so was not expecting it. And then, like I said before, being in a coma and waking up in the hospital seven days later, and then all of a sudden I'm realizing I am... At that point, I did not know what all my injuries were. Um, I still had more surgeries to go. And I learned something the other day that Michael was... We were just talking about... My husband and I were just talking about the, the whole incident and... And then I don't even know how we got on the subject of, of my injuries, but the, the internal bleeding part that I had mentioned on previous comment, and I'm, I don't handle talking about blood really well, but I just, and I thought that that was bleeding internally. And so the surgeon, the internist opened me in the emergency room. It was going to try, said it just stopped. Well, Michael said, no, she opened it up and there was so much bleeding and all my organs going on that she just closed me back up yeah and then for some reason it all healed yeah so it, i guess that's a kind of meant to be here mm-hmm. kind of thing because it could have really gone the wrong way so do you feel that was there a point during recovery where you thought to yourself okay i i have to do something else or i have to I have to share this story or I have to get out and help others like they helped me. I don't know because right now you're a personal trainer and you're, you know, divorced from accounting and finance as far as the university goes. Right. So what, where was that shift and how did that shift happen? Okay. When it was in the wheelchair, we had a wheelchair accessible apartment and the twins were trying to pulling up, starting to learn to, to cruise around and starting to learn to walk. And my father-in-law knelt down beside my wheelchair, and he was a motivational speaker. He said, you need to get out and speak. You need to encourage people with this story and what you're going through. And at that point, Mo, I had no use of either leg. I couldn't even make them move. I had no use of my left arm. I couldn't even, I couldn't pick up my babies. I couldn't pick up a Cheerio. I mean, I literally, pretty helpless. (laughs) And so I'm sitting there, and I said, Papa, I can't do that. I can't even do anything and he said you concentrate on healing and I'll help you learn how to be a, a motivational speaker and so yeah it was really he yeah and he did and it was amazing but in that time though that transition time I went through I know a lot of doubts like no no what why are people going to want to listen to me you know what what do I have to share and it's been interesting that that People will cross your paths with whom you need to share your story. 
Mm-hmm. And it's me even like in the grocery store line. I mean, it, I have a lot, people don't like dodge me when they see me in line. <laughs> it's been funny because there have been some people, you're missing a line, somebody just starts telling you their life story or something comes up. It's been just funny. So there have been times I've met people and it just seemed to be the right time to share. And then there have been, you know, big audiences and gatherings and book signings and all that kind of stuff where I've been asked to, to share the story. But really, it's, I truly believe that there are no coincidences and that people cross your paths for a reason. And I think that was, it was at that point, I would say, when he knelt down next to my wheelchair and said, you've got to share this. You get, you, you're going through a mess and you have a message and people need to hear it. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I can teach debits and credits, but I don't know about this motivation thing. <laughs> right, right. And what do you think that he saw in you as a motivational speaker? Well, that's interesting because he told me that as a speaker, a lot of people would come up to him afterwards and say, hey, would you coach me? I want to become a speaker. And he would say, why? And the, he said so many times people would say, I just want to get up there on stage and I just, I just want to talk, you know, and he'll say, are you passionate about anything? And they'd say, no, not really. And he said what he saw in me was a passion. And one was a passion for encouraging others and helping them work through challenges. And the other passion was the child passenger safety, which I did a lot of work on that Mm -hmm. and helping people put their car seats in. Because as I said in our our previous talk, Michael took the time to properly install the twins' car seats Mm -hmm. the night before. And that made all the difference. Mm -hmm. It really did. So, so yeah, so Papa helped me with with all that. But he, it was his encouragement Mm -hmm. in believing that I could do that. So, awesome. yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was, it was a moment though. Yeah. And, and I, I still say I threw in the towel so many times after that, mm-hmm. because, um, especially in the writing part, because I'd written like, um, academic research is a lot different from writing <laughs> an inspirational book. Yes. Not that sure. academic research is not inspiring. It is, right. you know, right. it is. I right. love it. But, right. um, but it's just a different mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah, the, yeah. Like the creative, creative stuff. And one thing we were talking about earlier, which what, before we started all this, yeah, you were talking about what, I guess, how I come across personality. Yeah, so, well, yeah. So what I was going to, what I was going to say is, is that, you know, when I first met you and you came in and we were going to be doing this whole thing, uh, exercise thing. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> who is this Barbie? She has long blonde hair. She's five something, you know, five eight or nine or whatever you are. And she's coming in here and she is going to teach me how to exercise. And she's going to expect me to look like her and all this stuff. And just do this and you'll look like this. And she'll flip her hair. And I was just like, I was not into it. And your hair was like all the way down to your, you know, your, your mid waist and everything. And, but, you know, and, but of course, you know, the more that we spoke and the more that got to know each other, you know, I, I, I learned that there's, you know, so much more inside of that (laughs) brain of yours. And, uh, and you think, you think logically and you, and of course, but you totally look like you're like a surfer girl from California, <laughs> you know? I have. And so you have this dichotomy. I mean, mm-hmm. you have this this separate 
weird thing. Like, you're like wispy and hey, let's exercise today. And they're like, okay, come on, you could do this. You could get you know lift more weights, whatever. whatever. <laughs> no, you're not quite like that. But the thing is, is that you, I trust you that you know where you're going. In you know your counting needs a little help, but <laughs> like when we go from like you know lifting a five reps, you know whatever to like ten or I don't even know what you. Well, want, but, but see, okay, just let me caveat that here. I love to talk, hmm. and so sometimes we just get into a conversation, or sometimes when <laughs> and it's funny because you've met some of my other clients and they say the same thing. But sometimes you just get into a conversation. So now mm-hmm. I've learned to like hold up my fingers, you know, as I'm going. So that's getting better. But sometimes, like if we're doing a wall sit and we're just throwing the ball, I'll just let you sit there because sometimes you'll be talking right. and I just let the client go on. Right. And finally they're saying, how many have we done? I said, about I 30 by now, I think. Right. You were talking? Yeah. <laughs> It's great. It's great. great business. It's great business. Yeah, everybody's going to want to hire me now, right? Everybody's going to be like, hey, no wonder I got some good guns up here, right? No, but the thing is, is that, you know, for business and finance, you know, professor, when mm-hmm. I think of someone like that, I think of someone who's dry, um, not very animated, this or that. And, you know, and, I'm, and like you said, you know, I'm sure you've won awards or something for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for teaching. But the thing is, is that... Um, you know, post-accident, just from what you've told your story and everything, um, I feel that your personality probably got you through this tragedy. I think a lot of it did. Um, We talked about drive earlier, too, Mm -hmm. you know, determination and drive. I mean, because the doctor said, well, you're not going to walk again. And I said, come again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I will. And Michael's already, I was like, don't tell Jenny she can't do something. <laughs> so, right. I mean, and there are things I can't, so many things I can't do. And so I know my daughters are thinking, well, she's still trying to learn to snowboard. And <laughs> so right. Last time we went surfing was, I did it, but it was pretty funny. You know, so it's, I, yeah, we can do things. But, but, you know, don't, but don't you think, though, too, for, for you know, your clients and yeah. for, um, you know, your students and your children that really, uh, you know, we've talked about different messages, of course, and we can bring those up, but it, one just popped in my head that you don't have to be good at everything, but if you have the determination behind mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. to get it done, yeah. yeah, that's most of it, right? Right, right. And that self-motivation, I guess mm-hmm. you could call it, or yeah. determination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean, you know, you go from, you know, accounting finance professor to personal trainer and you know those are two totally different fields but it's still teaching but it's still teaching you and I talked about right that. yeah that is still teaching mm-hmm. but the thing is is that it's it's just mind-blowing that you could do that and be still this determined person <laughs> right well we talked about incentives before too I mean, I'd say that those little twins toddling around is it were my incentive mm-hmm. to get out of the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. I mean, to to go against what the doctors were were prog- what prognosticizing or saying that my prognosis was, um, because I had to. I mean, I really felt. I said, if there is any way, you know, maybe they're right. Mm-hmm. I we talked about it. standing up that first time. I thought, well, maybe they're right, mm-hmm. and this is going to hurt. Mm-hmm. And we just have to figure out how to work through it. Um, but 
you know, the doctors were not right that time, and I'm very blessed that they weren't because it enabled me to, to learn to walk again. But Are you still in pain? Daily or? Some. I, I still come back to this phrase that somebody taught me early on, Mo, about the relativity mm-hmm. of occurrences in our life and how, yeah, cloudy days, like today, a little bit. I feel a little tinge here and there in my knee or whatever, but mm-hmm. it will never hurt as bad as the day I woke up in the hospital. Right. Relatively. Right. And you had experiences, too. You could you could say mm-hmm. that. It never feels, or before I had a hip replaced. Right. You know, you get little yeah. aches and pains, yeah. but it's nothing like that day. <laughs> no, like that bone on bone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, I mean, not. it becomes mm-hmm. relative, and then how much attention do we pay to that? Mm-hmm. And one thing that I notice, like when we're doing what we're really feeling called to do, it's like, I don't want to call, how do I phrase this? It's like you're on, you know, and back when I was doing TV or teaching at the university and all that, or now training too, if I'm like not feeling 100% or I, I twisted my knee during my own workout yesterday or whatever, or I'm after leg day, I'm like, oh my God, I can't sit down. I don't pay attention to that because my focus is on the students or the clients mm-hmm. or whatever, or the children or the husband or whatever I'm supposed to be working on that day or the book or what have you. Whatever is in your path to work on that day, you can refocus or rechannel mm-hmm. some type of feeling that's going on inside. Right. So, and but connecting. That, yeah, and connecting. Which is what you said before the accident you really were looking for yeah, that it was. connection. I was looking for that connection. And I I thought, because I had tons of friends and all that, you know, but I just didn't feel like I was walking the walk that I should have been walking. And that's mm-hmm. kind of yeah. odd to say based on what happened. But <laughs> I think you can say that. I think You're I allowed to say that. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but since then, like you said, the personality, the drive, the determination, the stubbornness. Right. Yes. The stubbornness. And I yes. come by that. I know everybody in the family knows that I'm very stubborn. No. <laughs> but it's just, I think it's just interesting how, um, you know, all of this is panned out for you. Mm-hmm. And it panned out pretty well. It really has. I mean, really do you has. miss, though, university stuff a little bit? I do. Yeah, of course. I do. I've, especially when yeah. I was at Xavier in Cincinnati, I got an opportunity to be mm-hmm. in curriculum development for some new health and sci- mm-hmm. health sciences program that we're bringing to the business school and that kind of thing, working along with CDC and NIOSH and all that. And that was really super cool. That was probably one of the entrepreneurship center work mm-hmm. and all that. That was really, it was really a fun time. Um, so when I got, yeah. But it was a lot of hours. And so mm-hmm. I was really talking to my daughter the other day, and I was talking about how different I am. Like, like, we just had a wedding anniversary recently, and how different I was then versus now. And she just started talking about all the things that <clears throat> I had done that it, or had occurred in my life since then, you know, about the, the wreck and, and children and, and working and the prof- being a professor and all that kind of stuff. And she said, Mom, you've had all these different things. She said, of course you're a different person now. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's coming from my, my teenager. And I thought, well, that's kind of cool. And I said, well, I'm much more laid back now. And she said, well, after all of that, you should be. <laughs> but don't you think, though, too, that, I mean, you know, also, I mean, of course, you know, contribute it to you know the accident of course but also you are older now Mm -hmm. more mature and you know it's just 
you know, I know you're still 29. <laughs> Thank you. I was waiting but, for that. <laughs> but um, you're an older 29. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. And, uh, but, but the thing is, is that, you know, just with age comes maturity, too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And well, you see things a little differently. And you see things differently. And things exactly. don't yeah. mess with you or take you off as much. As, you choose your battles. Right, right. You learn to do that. And, exactly. And one thing that's come of this is this desire to help people. And so I was working out, well, first, well, yeah, with physical therapists and occupational therapists and all that kind of stuff for years. And then when I started working with a trainer, um, since we moved here, it was like really cool just to see how they were helping people. You know, just I kind of watching, you know, when we were working together, it helped me so much. But then I'd see trainers working with all these different people through different challenges and modifying exercises, and they always had to modify stuff for me. And right. so then I'm working with a couple of different trainers. They're like, Jenny, you should do this. You should become a trainer because you could inspire people mm-hmm. and all that, and you could help people. And that's when it really set in. I was like, Hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's let's study for this and see. And everybody helped me so much. Yeah. Yeah. Even my kids and and Julia helped me with the anatomy part. Every I had all these like helpers right. during my study time, and they were teaching me all this. Mm-hmm. It's like I had my own set of teachers there, and it was really cool. Yeah. So yeah, then became a, a certified trainer, and now looking at getting some more certifications along with um, mm-hmm. continuing education credits and sure. some weight management and, and certification and then a post-rehab certification that we're doing with some of the people from Gym Guys also right now to help people who are in very almost the identical situation, mm-hmm. you know, when they're going through physical therapy and then what's that next step right after that? Yeah. Yeah. And so... Because I sometimes feel if physical therapy, you're there and then you're just kind of done. Right. And then what do you do? You yeah, know, where something like gym guys could actually help mm-hmm. uh, extend that. Right. You know, you can right. you know pay for it, of course, but yeah. you know you that's that's how it goes. Right. You know, because yeah. your health is more important than a dollar. Yeah. You know? I mean, to get even yeah. even a, a higher percentage level of recovered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so going away, you know, from going away, not going away from all this, but. The takeaway from this whole situation and 20 years later and you're living a fantastic life, what are some, what's a message or some messages that you would like to <clears throat> part with? Well, one thing, Mo, is something that my father-in-law helped me come up with when we were working on teaching me how to become a motivational speaker was the phrase that it's not what happens to you, but learning how to do something with what happens to you, learning how Mm -hmm. to move on and maybe use that experience to help others. So not dwelling on the event or the challenge, but thinking ahead to where, what can I do with this afterwards? And that's, some days that's not easy because you're thinking, well, okay, So this, you know, X, Y, Z happened. Well, now what? You know, what's the next step? And then amazingly, somebody will cross your path and you'll figure out, oh, we should do a podcast together or something like, you know, just things come to mind that really help you connect with others and work alongside others. Mm -hmm. And so you're, and you're building upon that experience that you had. Mm. 
it's kind of a long way to say it, but no, that's good. Yeah, no, that's good. So building building upon our experiences, really. Yeah, yeah. And well, a lot of people said, I'm not sorry to interrupt, but a lot of people asked me early on. I said, so you got back in a car? I mean, you were hit by a wrong way driver. And so not to, to talk about odds, I mean, my husband's an actuary and all that, but I thought, and watch me get hit tomorrow. <laughs> Is that really going to happen again? Knock on wood. You know, I was right. like, I know people have been hit by lightning like seven times. I know some people, but, but well, no, really. I can't believe that because if there were me, I would get like the biggest ass car. <laughs> Ever well, we got to a, protect. We we I, I tried to talk Michael into Humvee. You know, I was going right. to go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we ended up getting we ended up getting a an SUV that was had very high yeah. safety ratings. Sure, after that, good, so. okay, good. <laughs> yeah, but you still drive a convertible. A little, now little I do. Car. Yeah. yeah. Now all the kids are and you're driving. Like, do you want Do you want to ride? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's not you. It wasn't you. It was it was just a you know it was just a freak thing. Yeah, it was a happened. very freaky thing. Yeah. Yeah. Literally did I ever, out of nowhere. Did I ever tell you that when I was a junior in high school, my father and I were driving home at night from uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan on a highway. It was, yeah. you know, highway or whatever. It was like a divided highway type thing. And we had a car pass us. It, we, <gasps> almost, we almost got a head on. Oh, my gosh. And my dad dodged it. Wow. Yep, he dodged it. Wow. And it was, it could have been disastrous. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I tried, yeah, I turned, I tried, but she was on a mission, that other no, driver. No, it was, yeah. And this was, and, and we found out later it was a drunk driver. Oh, really? Going okay. the wrong way. Yeah. So we just have to be careful. Mm-hmm. The lady that ran to us, um, had quit taking whatever medication she takes that morning, and she was delusional. She didn't yeah. know what state she was in. She didn't know. She the cops said she did not know anything about right. anything that was going on. Right. So I said, just get her treatment. Yeah, you know, just, just a mental illness. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. So she did not know what she was doing. Yeah, she didn't. We were just in mm. the, and you you know I could say we were in the wrong place at the wrong time. And that, that gets kind of touchy when you start thinking about situations like that. Because had that not happened, I would not be sitting here as a trainer doing this. Yeah, right. I don't think. Right. I, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know what my life would have looked like if this hadn't happened. Mm. So, I don't know. Just mm. something to think about. Something to think about. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Well, I mean, it's, yeah... It's just been a, it's been a journey, right? It has been a journey. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, it sounds so cliche. Oh, just enjoy the journey. But yeah. it really is a journey, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and the philosopher Milo Arnold said that said people that um, turn back remember like the obstacles and all that. But people that persevere remember the adventure or mm. the journey. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So... I guess I would call this an adventure. Yeah, no kidding. Adventure, Adventures by Jin. That should be the title of your next book. Oh, so. I don't know. I don't know. But I so appreciate you wanting to take the time to do this today on yeah. celebrating this 20-year yeah. anniversary. Yeah, because, you know, had not all of your doctors been there and everything, then it would have... This would have just not even been happening. BMI right. redefined and That's nothing. Right. 
right. would have happened, you know, right. so, yeah. But, well, thank you for sharing everything well, today. thank you for being here. Yay. Thanks for the coffee. You're welcome. <laughs> I think I need to go home and make a coffee. Did I tell you it's Rose and, da- Rose and Daisy are my puppy doggies? Did I tell oh, you it's their birthday oh, today? Oh, it's their birthday. So it is a celebration. Happy birthday, Rose, Rose and Daisy. <laughs> I bought them a cookie bone. Oh. From a local place here called Treats Unleashed. Oh, we love that place. Yes. So I went and picked that up today. And what else did we get? Oh, we got them little party hats. Oh. <laughs> okay. And we got Brownie a party hat, too. So I'm going to take a picture. You we'll take put a it on picture of that because my daughter, Kristen, okay. puts a party hat on her horse, Mario, see, every birthday and takes a picture of it. See, exactly. Yeah, so, there you go. Yeah, she's going to want to see that. it's not completely like, dumb to do. <laughs> Maybe it is a little bit, but they're my babies. They're my fur babies. Well, Jen and I are going to come back maybe next time with a little guest or something. We'll yes, figure it out. we will. We, we have will. to get it together. Yes. We took a little break. We took a little break because coming from coming off of covid and into a new series or whatever mm-hmm. we'll get it new out. season yeah so we'll be back and thank you everyone for joining us today for bmi redefined with jen and mo all right guys have a good one we will see you next time yay